0: Following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys football club. This is Talkin Cowboys, mm-hmm. streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys world headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off Elliot,
2: Elliot. to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans.
1: It is a Talking Tuesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game and the official chip and dip, or the favorite chip oh. and dip. Oh wait, the favorite wow. chip. And the favorite dip
3: yeah. of gotta, Talking Cowboys. Let me get my air carbs yeah. in there. <laughs> my Sorry. air carbs.
1: My bad. I got I to gotta remember not to just fly through that. I got to make sure and get the chip and get the dip. Just like we always have here on Talking Cowboys. And just like we have been for the last couple of years, we've got Rob P. Island back in the building, home safe from Washington. Mm. Welcome back, sir. Good to be. Whoa, gosh, good to be here. Good to good be to back. Be, good to be back. Good to be back. We've got Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Chris Beam, as always. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Rob, what was it like getting back for you yesterday?
4: Was it a, just a hassle, or was it what happened there? Oh, we missed our flight Sunday night. <laughs> Why was that?
3: Just keep it simple.
4: We were trying to catch a flight out of Baltimore after the game. Okay. And we almost made it. But, uh, you know, that game lasted a little longer than we'd hoped. You know, I was hoping they could just run the clock out. Hand it to Zeke like forty times and get out of there. Mm. Didn't happen. Got a new flight. Props to the our travel staff. Tiffany did a great job. We're, she's we're she's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. But it was funny because we were talking about that in studio. It's like, man, this game has taken forever. Even yeah. them, even before the fourth quarter. You were talking about there are 12 minutes left in this game. This is nuts. Why is there, why is this taking so long? And then it got into the final parts of the fourth quarter where there was an actual comeback and there was actually a game. It was dragged
4: on. No made rough riders. So no rough riders. Yeah. No, we got fights breaking out. You know things happen. Mm, you know it's a rivalry. Yeah. Wasn't a clean three hour game. That's okay. Not at all. And we're going to like talk that.
3: about it today. It was a rough ride. No drag on. Mm. See that? That's bars right there, though. I was today.
1: like, <laughs> come on, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Heckman just gave him a stank face in a good way. In a good it's way. Tough. But everybody doing all right today? Peachy, bro. Peachy, we get to talk to Cowboys Nation again today. Always one of our favorite days. <laughs> did, of we the did we win? Well, did we yeah. win? We won the how's, game.
3: How's we... Cowboy Nation going to feel? Is, mm-hmm. the, is my question. Oh, it's so up and down right now. I'm really trying to figure out. Do you, tra- do you think it's going to be more negative or more positive? I'm waiting on the phone to see. Calls? I really am waiting to see this.
5: I want to see after we have this news from, from Rob P. Oh, we'll get the news in notes. But okay. I want to
3: hear do you think it's <laughs> going to be positive or negative?
5: I think it really depends on Rob P. He's uh, coming for me. It's probably negative. I think it's going right?
1: to be. Yeah, well, I mean, with your Twitter notifications, it does get a little <laughs> negative. So let's go ahead and jump into it. News and notes. Rob Phillips, what's going
4: on? What did we learn yesterday? Hmm. Cedric Wilson's got COVID. Oh, damn. That sucks, Unfortunately, bro. he tested positive. Hmm. Um, got a chance to be back this week, I guess, if he tests negative and all twice. that twice in a 24 yeah. hour period. Doesn't okay. have symptoms. So we'll see there. Um, and Tyron Smith. Will not play against the Giants on oh. tackle. So, you know, it's just plugging yes. plugging holes on the ship,
3: man. So they did an MRI yesterday. They they said everything looked good. Obviously, it's the same ankle that he's been dealing with the issues on. So it's just worsen what was already bad. I, I, I'm trying to figure it's, out it's where the it's bone thinking. spur, man. That bone spur doesn't go away. Is that what it is, or was uh, it the, the highest spring? Yeah, which which is it? I think
4: it's both. I think oh. I think he had the high ankle and I think he's those spurs, like you've been saying, they don't they don't go away. So um but it looked like he got rolled up on, right? Yeah, yeah it was with McGovern. Yeah. Now walking he looked like he was walking okay post game afterwards. So and Jerry was on the fan just now and it didn't sound like they're concerned about him, you know, moving forward into the postseason, assuming they can get there. Um, I don't know how long this is going to last. Certainly this week he will not play, and he indicated that Terrence Steele will be your starting left tackle on Sunday.
3: I already okay? gave that information up. Mm, so yep, no yeah. sense to talk about Niseki. Yeah, oh, there man. you go. Who do you replace him with? <laughs> yeah. well, Jerry let you know right run. away. And, and, you know, it's <laughs>
4: interesting because they, they started with Niseki, right? Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if that had to do with, hey, Terrence Steele had COVID coming off the COVID list. Let's not. Throw too much at him his first week back, and then, uh, and then when Lyle went down, they had no choice but to go with both backups.
1: Now, I thought Lyle went down prior to he went down. He Not left down, the game. Ejected. Yeah, he left the game at one point, and Terrence Steele came in at right tackle. He did. Yes, yeah. early in the game, and then at left tackle when Tyron went down, it was automatically seventy nine. Yep. Seventy eight was on the other side. So but at Tyron, some point, Tyron
4: happened after Lyle's ejection. That's what you're saying, Chris Beam? Fact I, check. I, I, it. We're gonna have to go back and look at it. Either way, either way.
1: I, I mean, yeah. I, I want to say before the ejection, there was a time where 79 was at the left tackle and Ty inseki, and then you had Terrence Steele at the right tackle. But I have to. I'll, I'm gonna have to go back and look at it. I didn't chart it or okay. anything. So okay. well,
3: that would have been interesting. Obviously, if if um, Tyron Smith goes down, and instead of coming off with Steele, they come off with inseki and then you know, in the other order. So I, I don't know. I guess that that does. Bring an interesting wrinkle.
1: But it could come up if there is some discipline handed down by the NFL. Now, I don't think the NFL, or excuse me, the Cowboys believe the NFL is going to bring down any sort of discipline on Lyle Collins, right?
4: They don't anticipate it, or maybe it's just up in the air? According to NFL Network, he will not be suspended. Okay. Now, I want to say NFL Network reported Tristan Hill wouldn't be suspended either. For the Raiders punch, mm. and it oh, turned on, out he baby. was, but no, oh, I mean, I this I think this is a little different. I don't know, I, I didn't, I, I sorry, I only caught like 10 minutes of the show driving home yesterday. That's okay. Um, but I don't know how much y'all touched on, but th- this was different. This is in the field of play, things get heated. I think the thing that got Tristan Hill was he, he waited for Simpson after the game, midfield, bike racks <laughs> come at it, me, bro. Yeah, like three <laughs> o'clock bike racks, and that's what got him
5: suspended. Hey, he was yeah. about
4: that life. Yeah, and it was
1: outside of the field of play. No whistles were being blown. There's not supposed to be any physicality. Whereas the heat of the moment really kind of was what was Lyle Which Collins. One do you deal? respect more? Both.
4: Do you Tristan or Lyle? Yeah, Lyle for sure. But based off of what happened or didn't happen last year, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, uh, why? What do you
1: think? You think Tristan Hill was warranted? Tristan about that life. <laughs> Obviously. That's you, fair. Got some, you got I, some goons on your team. I appreciate TV. the fire, but I don't know if I appreciate the waiting I mean, nobody, for him at the
5: logo. I, 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 I Stranger them. things have happened. I respect him for <laughs> it. I
4: love that Isaiah feels that way because he told us last week, he's like, I don't let things go easy. You know? So yeah. <laughs> like, Tristan didn't let it go easy. Hey, though. Tristan was like, you got to see me about this. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're going to have to
1: answer for what you Absolutely. have done. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, it's. Kind of speaking on the same topic of offensive line, we've talked about the left tackle, and we at least know that it is Terrence Steele this week, and we'll talk about that in our previews later in the week. But there also was an alluded to a change with Stephen Jones on the fan yesterday, talking about how basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, but the door is open for the coaches to have a conversation and to make a decision on whether or not Connor McGovern or Connor Williams is the best player to play and start and play the majority like of the that. snaps. At left guard. So I want to open that same conversation up here. If talking Cowboys was the coaching staff, and we're sitting around a room and we've got the projectors up on the screen and we're pointing at the film based off of what all of us have seen to this point, who would you want as the starter at left guard? Connor McGovern or Connor Williams?
3: I think we we talked about it so much, uh, just seeing Connor Williams get abused. I mean, just losing battles that we thought that McGovern would be better uh, for the left guard position. And honestly, we hadn't seen anything different. I've seen McGovern be in situations where he's getting owned as well. So uh, at this point, it's like (laughs) – you know, it's open competition. I mean, throw a stick in the room. Whichever guy comes out is the winner. So it's just really at this point trying to figure out where the balance is because I think defensive defenses has figured out where the weakness is in our offensive line. And you saw De'Ron Payne. You go back and watch that Washington foot man. DeRon Payne was just giving McGovern and Biadas the business mm-hmm. in the middle of the field, and Jonathan Allen obviously didn't. He didn't play the majority of snaps that he would have, uh, but even Jonathan Allen was was it, all of the pressure that we were encountering was coming from the middle of the field. So, it's it's definitely something to look at.
5: Neville Gallimore. <laughs> Yeah, no you want to throw Neville Gallimore no, at the left guard spot? I mean, we saw the physicality from him. That's true. He's I got mean, some strength. I'm, I'm with Heckman on this put one. <laughs> Parsons at running back, and Gallimore you threw you threw me completely guard. off. Hey, I'm, I'm serious off. on that I was like, one. I don't
4: want Parsons at Sorry. running back. Hey. I want that to happen. No, 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 Check the mailbag this morning on the website. Oh yes, yes. yes. let's go. That you was will. a question from a fan.
5: Nice. Uh, no, I mean I'm, I'm with you, Heck. It doesn't matter at this point. I mean, I think you gave the other guy a chance, McGovern, and you know he didn't show that he was much better. So, you know, it doesn't matter which Connor bro you go with at this mm-hmm. point in time. I think that they're still going to be the weak link on this offensive line. And as a defensive coordinator, um, you are excited about that because you can pinpoint where they're weak at. And if you can find a weak link, then you can find a scene. So let me just throw it this way to you real
1: quickly since you are going to ride a fence like that. Connor Williams, in terms of holding penalties, way more than Connor McGovern. The yes. holding penalties are down since McGovern took mm-hmm. over. However, Connor McGovern has given up seven pressures Mm -hmm. over the last two games. I'm not going to tell you how many sacks he's given up, but seven pressures Mm -hmm. against the Washington football team and against New Orleans. That's in wins. Yeah, which one would you rather go with? Mm -hmm.
5: Uh, you You can make him stop holding. You can teach Williams to not hold. You can fine him for every hold he has. Oh. I mean, you, there's a whole lot of ways you can stop somebody from from creating penalties. There's a lot of, the coaches have a lot of power inside this inside this building, so and you can start you can start handing down fines for every time you have a holding penalty. He'll stop real quick in a hurry. Have you been the on a team that's done that? Before? I've been on a team that's fined you for being late to meetings for for yeah for not executing assignments. Absolutely. Is that a team so, in the
4: New England area. <laughs> <laughs> you
5: never know. Uh, I mean, but I mean, you can't stop somebody from getting beat, hmm. right? And I guess you could say that holding is a is a product of getting beat as well. That's why I say it doesn't really matter which Connor Bro you yeah. go with. So it's really a toss-up. I mean, the teams are going to highlight that part of the – the... Connor Bro, doesn't matter which one, be honest. The, the, the least veteran player on this offensive line, I'm going right at those two individuals. I would make the switch.
4: Um, and I, it's not – the problems they're having are not just Connor McGovern. Let me just say that. I think he's a good young player. He's got a lot of talent. They've told us that he's probably at this point in his career more comfortable with right guard than he is left guard. And they decided to make that switch because they were look, they were so concerned about these penalties. and they felt like I think they felt like the refs are are looking for it because of what has been on tape. And I think maybe they sacrificed overall production at that position to do that. you know, I think at this point, Connor Williams is a more experienced, better left guard. And over the entire course of the snaps, I don't think he's been that bad of a blocker mm-hmm. this year. And I think the running game. Probably is better in terms of his agility and ability to pull and get things going on the outside and get some of those edge runs going. I would look at making that switch. I don't know if they will.
3: When you say a, a better blocker, are you saying Williams or McGovern? You said Connor. I oh, sorry. I,
4: I think Williams is a better. Yeah. Okay. I, I think. I think he's. More, He's more equipped to do it right now, personally. But but the penalties were why he got sat down, and that will have to be cleaned up if he's back in the lineup. In the nine games that Connor Williams started, he gave up a total of 10
1: pressures. We just mentioned seven over the last two for Connor McGovern. He's given up 12 over the four games he started. So it's a significant number of pressures, more so on a uh, on a bigger basis with McGovern. However, penalties, Connor McGovern has only allowed two penalties, been called for two penalties... And Connor Williams had 13 all year long.
3: Now nah, he was on a historic pace, think yeah, yeah. well, As far as his penalties were concerned, but you know, you see, if you go back just to the Kansas City game, the amount of pressure that Dak is getting right up in his face. Uh, this game, he was sacked four times, pressured ten. Um, it's a lot going on. It's a, and we, we talk about what's what's wrong with Dak. You know, mm-hmm. what's what's happening with Dak. Dak can't find any rhythm. It's really hard to find that rhythm. Uh, a lot of times, man, when you got guys falling around you, in your face, grabbing on you. And so you go back to the, the Washington game, he was not in a clean pocket a lot of times.
4: You're right. When I watched it back, I thought the protection was a little better. Eh, I don't know about that. I thought there were times where he had a clean pocket or clean-ish pocket and he missed throws. But I don't, you know, overall it wasn't clean. Has there, But usually with Dak Prescott, you're able to navigate through
1: the muck. You're able to navigate through a not-so-clean pocket, but how much does that limit him and what he's able to do as a quarterback?
3: Let me ask you this. You've seen quarterbacks come into the league that uh, become punch-drunk. They get hit too many times. Mm-hmm. And when they get hit too many times, some – exactly. And so are you – when you look at Dak, are you thinking just from this six-game sample size, we were talking about from the beginning where his QBR was this, and now with this period this uh, period where we're seeing that we're seeing him decline, are you thinking that the pressure has anything to do with are you fully saying mechanics and he's just off?
5: I just think he's off. Okay. Um, yeah, I just think he's off. I don't – you started talking about quarterbacks being under pressure. There's a whole lot of quarterbacks that don't have a lot of great <laughs> protection up front. Um, you know, think, going, even going back to my guy in Seattle, he just hasn't had a lot of help on the offensive line either. But he still has to stand in there and throw the ball or buy time, get outside the pocket, use your skill set yeah. to create create some time. Um, I just think that Dak's just been off. And, I, <sighs> I mean, that's just the reality. That's it? I mean, no, it, no, it's no, it sad to say, it, but, that's, I mean, that's that's it. That's I would rather that be the answer than the punch drunk side yeah, of things. Yeah, I mean, so. because, I mean, is. is as much as we want Dak to be playing amazingly well and all that, we, how, how how do you think Heineke played? Oh, he was awful. He was trash. Yeah. Right? I mean, Heineke had three less. It was 11. QBR, of his QBR rating was three points less than Dak's. He had a zero passer rating until the second half, yeah. I think. That's, that's bad. But I'm, I'm saying, so as bad as we think Heineke played, he literally was right there neck and neck with Dak when we start looking at statistics, right? In, in that
3: regard. So. That's how we have to. You live. make me sick, bro. You make me Bruh. sick. You are the one guy that takes statistics off the table. I know. I know you, you guys, value, them. I know you you guys value. I know. I, 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 I know you guys value just, them. I, get, I, just, I, <laughs> I know you just
5: guys just, value I get, them. I can How I, you, just, I, <laughs> I I you know, just, go, in my line? I thought this. It was fifty-eight versus fifty-five. My God! well, Look at the stats. I
4: was no. It was fifty-eight versus fifty-five. I know you guys relate to the stats. the touchdown saved him because because I mean this was a BFF conversation we were having. You got he got beat to hell in that game, too. That was a big part yeah, of They both did.
3: They both got beat up yep. in that game. My, my thing is, is that I think what, yesterday was what was hard for me is all of the Dak hate. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was hard for me to kind of understand where it's coming from. One of the things that I would never confuse, I would never confuse Dak with Aaron Rodgers. They, they, just, you know, different, right? different conversation. Different yeah. conversation, different quarterback. I, I just think everything about Aaron Rodgers is that. Yeah. Uh, but I think there are some other, when you talk about Russell Wilson, that, mm-hmm. that's the guy that I take. As comparable as where I see him going, right? As far as you know, the the team that he played with, the kind of pressure that he was under, uh, and now having the defense that we think that he has right now Mm -hmm. backing him up, and so Dan Quinn in this situation, and just and not having a overglorified bus driver, but I think that Dak, in all of our experience of seeing him ball out and do these great things, it's really hard for me to receive that now all of a sudden. He ain't what we have yeah, seen no, this I, whole I don't, time.
5: And, and again, Dak is a, is a really good player. Really good players going droughts. You know, I
3: mean, you you the hope that they be using slump, yeah, slump,
5: <laughs> droughts, whatever you want to call it. I mean, the reality is he's not playing good. It doesn't it doesn't take anything away. from I'm not hating on Dak. I know I'm sure there are there are plenty of Cowboys haters. Yeah, there's a lot haters. A lot of, haters, people, a lot of people hate that. Yeah. I mean, you can't prevent that. But the reality is, over this last four to six game stretch, he hasn't played well, and we don't know the exact reason. We just see the result of whatever it is that's causing him to not play well. Uh, we see him not stepping up into those those pockets that that are present, right, and delivering the ball like he has in the past. We see him not throwing the ball as efficiently and as effectively as he has in the past. Everything that you can compare is always gonna be is always gonna be a relation to what we've seen him do previously. And this is not Dak Ball yeah. right now. And luckily luckily this defense is playing lights out right yeah. now, which has given them an opportunity to be successful holistically as a team. And yeah. what you know what makes this sorry heck go ahead.
4: No 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 what makes this so confusing to me is you know they talk about well maybe he needs more time on task with his receivers and that kind of thing. He missed all training camp until yeah. like the last week, and then he balled out and they hung twenty nine mm-hmm. on the Bucks. Yeah. So I don't think it's that. Nope. And I don't. I don't think you can say he's hurt. Nope. I, I don't think you can say that. I haven't heard that he's not on the injury report. The league watches out for that stuff anyway. There's th- that means there is nothing that's keeping him limited to do anything in practice. Now, is he mindful of hey I, I this is a long season maybe I shouldn't take this chance run. Coming off that horrific injury last year and coming off the fact that he's, I don't know, now he's about six weeks removed from that calf strain, maybe. You know, maybe he's mindful of that. That doesn't mean he's scared. He's trying mm-hmm. to get through this season. And that, maybe that's not why he's running as much. I think that might be a factor, too. All of it's just kind of speculation because yeah. we, don't, we, don't, yeah. we don't know exactly what – he just doesn't. Like, you're right, he looks out of sync. It yeah. doesn't look like he's got as I much just, confidence back there. And, and I just don't you know. like
5: when people try to take the responsibility – Off of players, whether it's Dak or anybody else, right? This is the highest level of competition in this sport, the highest. These are the best players in the world, right? And yes, you're entitled to a bad game. You're you're entitled to not being on top of your game. You want to get out of that as fast as possible, but you have to be able to identify the fact that hey, and call a spade a spade. You're not doing well. Let's figure out how to fix it. And I feel like with Dak and even some of the other players in the league, of that of that, stat, of that, of that status, people like to find excuses. People like to put their fingers and say, no, 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 it's not that. It's this. Or, you know, oh, no, no, he, well, you know, he hasn't had this protection. Or he hasn't had the receivers. Or, you know, even Mr. Jones last week called him out and said, oh, we know it's the receivers not running around. No. Da- it's Dak. It's Dak. And it's okay to say, hey, Dak, you need to figure it out. Just like we, Just like people get on Zeke. People got on Zeke last year with the fumbles. People are quick to point out, hey, you know, he's fumbling. Oh, Zeke, oh, Zeke's not Zeke no more. Like, why is it? Why is it that you can point out Zeke that he's not on his game, but when it comes to Dak, we make excuses.
3: No, and and I'm, I don't want to, and I don't think that I'm making excuse for Dak. I just think that for the sample size that we've had for 2021 season, we've seen this run that he's been on Mm -hmm. and the offense firing on our cylinders, we see exactly how this thing works when he has his full Mm -hmm. complement. Now we're noticing this musical chairs of sorts at the offensive line position, and I think that has a little bit more to do with it than we're giving credit to. That's all I'm saying. And I I say punch drunk, and maybe that's – I'm not – the wrong word when you get in touch too much when your timing isn't there when you recognize that I got to get this ball out a little bit quicker than I would have before because I don't have the time or you don't trust the timing in game
5: but when you but so I, I hear that and I, and I think there's there is some truth to that when you put him in a conversation with the other quarterbacks that we consider to be great in this league do we utilize that as an excuse or do those guys find a way
3: if Tom Brady is getting beat to hell, then you, we can't expect for him to pull TB out the mojo. Aaron Rodgers.
5: I you, you mean, what about Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Pat, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yeah, that was one game. I.
1: That's fair. No, 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 that's, what, that's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Like one carried over into the middle of the
5: season this year. Those guys had a five new office linemen. You five, just made an excuse five, for no, Patrick no, Mahomes. No, five new offensive linemen. Ta- no, we're, we're talking about. We're talking about. No, we're talking about. We're talking about five guys. Not. Front of our offensive we're talking about the most. Well. the most. The, the, the position on this field. The group on this field that needs to be the most in sync. Five guys versus we're talking about one guy. How is that different from what the Cowboys are doing? <laughs> one versus five. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge difference. It's one. We've had, a, we've, we've, had one left, a, we've had a we've had one guy out at a time. We've had a tackle left guard one at a time though, right? One left guard different gone. Different right tackle. One tackle gone. It's never left been tackle. We've never had more than two offensive linemen missing at one time. Yeah, it's been music. That, like, we we yeah, want to make that comparison. That's when you talking about five dudes. Now. No,
3: and I feel you. And, and I guess where I, where I'm going with this, he was had a whole
5: training camp with those guys when, too. Though. when
3: when we, <laughs> were were about, when we were talking about when we are talking about Mahomes, Mahomes, your thing was, man, he's Patrick Mahomes. He gonna get back on track. Not not making two of this comparing Dak to Patrick Mahomes, mm. but you had faith in mm. Patrick Mahomes based off of what you've seen him do in the past okay. that he could get back on track. Do do you feel the same way about that?
5: I don't have the evidence to show. I do believe that Dak's going to get back on track, but I don't have this this long standing resume of Dak going into a slump and coming out of a slump. I don't, I don't have that. Really it's the first it. time we've seen that. So, yeah, I have a question mark around And I, And I. I. But I still believe that Dak is just in a slump. All quarterbacks get there. All quarterbacks have them. It's just like golfers. You, you go into a slump, baseball players, right? You love baseball. You go into a slump as a hitter. It's like, oh, man, he's, he's, he's tripping right now for this for this three weeks. But once he gets that one hit, boom, he's out of it. There's nothing, you know, to Rob's point, there's nothing that's pointing to evidence, evidence-wise that's saying Dak's injured or Dak is, is unable to do something. He's just not playing well. When you – were you ever in that position at Washington? And if you were, what did, what was your approach to getting out of a slump, if that's what we want to I call it? Study my butt off. Study my butt off. To to be able to identify I met with a quarterback last night. Figure out what you're doing wrong. What are you doing wrong? Is it my drop? Am I getting lazy with my feet? Right. Was, what's my what's my what are my feet look like when I'm when I'm delivering the ball? Is it my elbow? Is it my release point? Right? Am I shifting my weight? Like there's so many intricate portions to being a quarterback and delivering the ball with accuracy. Even when you have a completion, you should still be you should still be picking apart your your film. Am I, am I putting it on the right shoulder? Am I putting it low? What's your name? Um, had a great ball last night. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw oh, a yeah. great ball to Cooper Cup, blowing away, right? I mean, that was perfect. That's that's how you go back and watch. That's the ball that you gotta have down there in the reds, down, down there on the goal line. You have to put it right there. If you would put it anywhere else, it's an incompletion. So that's, even on your completions, you need to be going back and figuring out, how can I be better? And I'm not saying that Dak's not. We don't know what the heck they're doing on the other side of the building. But I do know that as a competitor, he is probably picking apart his film right now, trying to figure out where is the missing link. Because he knows he's not working he wants to be and where this team needs him to be. I don't doubt that either because nobody works harder than Dak. I don't doubt it.
1: and That's one of the reasons why I think Cowboys Nation, much like how Heckmo was alluding to earlier, you can't give up on Dak right now. You know he's going to get back to Mm -hmm. some point playing the football, (laughs) playing that Dak ball that Isaiah was talking about earlier as well. All right, taking our first break when we come back. 888-855-2297. Give Talking Cowboys a call. Let's hear from Cowboys Nation right after the break.
3: There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more, do more, Essilor
1: Yeah. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already that Jason Witten, big number 82, Wh- big wit. Has joined the Caliber Collision team. You Sorry. can join him to do great work with great people for great comparison. pay and apply right now. He can't right pull it, out. He can't pull it out. Jobs uh-huh. at Caliber.com. That's jobs at Caliber.com. Yeah.
4: Hold in front it's in front so of light and
5: so light it's and airy, streamlined. streamlined. For side by side, side by side oh. profile oh, right no. there for the fellows. Oh goodness! Now turn other way. No, no no, turn no, way. No, turn no, like no, no, Turn Oh, ah, ice cream sandwich.
1: <laughs> go get that bread in your wallet. Oh, gosh. Can look just like Rob Phillips.
3: That's oh, Tommy Davis in this, All right. Actually funny. Tommy
1: <laughs> Great conversation in that first. <laughs> Ladies, man. First segment. No. This is uh, uh, Joanna Man. Okay. There we go. I don't, I don't get that reference. Too young, Kyle. I wish I did. I wish I did. Let's talk about some more Cowboys. <laughs> How does Cowboys Nation feel right now? <laughs> Positive, negative. Bob from Nashville is the first one up. Bob, how's it going? You're on Talking Cowboys. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. What's up, B.O.B.? Hey, um, so, you know, love, Dak. You know, as as Isaiah said, you go through these little – Times where you're up and down, but a couple of things my observation after watching some of the re watching a bunch of the games. I think some teams are pre snap or in one coverage, and then just as the ball snaps, they're changing coverages, which I think is maybe confusing Dak. They're also playing two safeties back, which is taking away any aggressive throws, which requires Dak to maybe throw the ball short. And I think the other thing is Kellen Moore needs to maybe call some plays where we get some receivers doing some crossing routes, get them to our playmakers, and let them make some plays. That will take some of the pressure off of Dak and allow him to maybe get back into a rhythm. I just wanted to see what your guys' thoughts were on those two things. Thanks. Have uh, Have a great day.
5: Thanks, Bob. Appreciate the call. Yeah, great points, Bob. Um, I'm I'm kind of go down the line in terms of what I what I heard you say. In terms of the two high safeties and his ability to throw the ball quickly, as of two weeks ago, Dak. I don't know where he stands today. Dak was in I think top three in the league in terms of completion percentage for in short short um, short yardage, mm-hmm. you know, passes. Uh, so that shouldn't be an issue. Um, in terms of what was the other point? In terms of being able to get the ball in the hands of his playmakers, I do agree that, that, that Kellen Mourne needs to find a way to run more screens. I think he needs to go dive into the playbook of um, uh, enemy and, and and figure out exactly how he's getting his guys the ball in their hands within five yards. Uh, they do a great job of running Screens so many different ways. Um, get in CD the ball. Get Coop the ball. Get these guys the ball in their hands, and that will allow him to build his confidence. Um, but you know, you know, to your point, you know, yeah, he's in, he's in, a, he's in a slump. But they, they, it's up to a lot of people. He has to do a, di- a deep dive. Kellen Moore has to figure out too, right? And they have to be on one accord in terms of, hey, this is where you're at right now, and this is how we're going to help try to get you out this hole. What do defenses
1: do to slow down screens? What's the best way to slow down a screen from a defensive you standpoint? Attack it. You gotta attack it. It's being gotta, aggressive, yeah, right? Putting attack. pressure up front, yeah, you making him get the screen. ball out of his hands. That's exactly what these teams that have, that Dak Prescott hasn't played well against have done, right?
3: Yeah, and I I think he makes a valid point talking about the cover two, and that's yeah. the thing that a lot of teams would not do versus Dallas because they fear running the game. running game yep. so much, right? And so now the teams are kind of like, oh, we don't have to worry about Zeke, you know, and they're daring Dak. To kind of beat them over the top. That's what Jack Del Rio did in this game. Saying, I'm not what you're gonna, what you're not gonna do is beat us deep. What we're gonna force you to do is try and find out everything in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get that done, you know. And so Dalton Schultz, I think, is really somebody that we got to put. A, you know, where is Dalton? Because we hadn't <laughs> seen him.
5: Are you saying that they're going too high safety because they're because on excuse me they're going too high safety not only because they don't respect our running game but also you're saying that they're daring Zeke to be more accurate with the ball they don't think that he's as accurate as he once was I mean
3: Dak yeah. Dak. yeah yeah I mean I, I think they're not they're saying that we're not going to let you get those big plays mm, to away mark play. we're gonna take the big play away yeah, but, but by
5: saying that right you're saying Lamar. I'm taking away the big play and but, I'm taking away your and you say I'm not respecting your run. I'm saying that I don't trust that you can pick me apart. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean that's what you're saying.
3: Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not interpreting that that way. If that is, that's disrespectful. That's what, I'm that, I mean, that's what the defense is <laughs> yeah. doing, right? No, no, that's disrespectful. Yeah. And if if that's the case, then Dak has to find. And maybe that's why he's pressing mm. because he's like, I can't believe you are, you have the audacity mm-hmm. to have two safety He's never experienced this. And, and leaving the middle of the field wide open. And that's where he got caught in the the, the, the pick six.
5: This is the first time in his career, and you could probably back this up, Rob, that he hasn't had a, a efficient running game. Um. There's, yeah,
4: I mean, probably to this extent, you know. I think when they've, I think last year when Zeke was banged up and they didn't have Zach Martin for a stretch, it was it was tough in there. But the the decline they've had there is 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 wow. And you guys are right, like the shell coverage that they played is a little bit different than I think what we've seen recently because when they were teams were doing that early in the season, they were running them over in the run game. And I was telling you guys in the break. I know it's it's kind of a stat, it's flimsy, but. There was a four-game stretch starting with the Chargers game where they were dominant in the run game, 160-plus yards per game. Dak's passer rating in that stretch was like 120 average. 143 against
1: Philadelphia, so I, 130 against I Carolina. actually started
4: with the Charger game.
1: Okay, so even going back, I was like 89, yeah. 88 yeah. Uh, for passer rating. Because, 116 against the Giants, but you get it.
4: Yeah, because the New England game, they had 120 yards, but they didn't run it that well. Mm-hmm. They didn't run it that well. So yeah. those those four games starting with the Chargers – he was very, very efficient. The other games this season, nine games, it's like a 79 passer rating. He needs that balance. I think every quarterback does. And, and again, it you know, might sound like excuses, but I think that's what Jerry's talking about on the fan today, and Heck's kind of alluding it to it, too. It's a, I think Jerry said it's a multifaceted reason mm-hmm. why it's got to work. And I know Dak's making $40 million a year, but they've got to shore up some other things in, on offense to help him out as well. Yeah, and he's got to play better too, and he's admitted that. There,
5: yep. there, it is obvious watching he's not playing as well as he capable. That's of. what I love about him, though. I do. I respect the crap out of him for for a, a standing up and not making any excuses. Everybody else is making excuses for Dak. Dak's not making excuses for Dak. Yeah, he's saying he's got to be better. Yep, love it. Yeah.
1: Great call from Bob. And yeah. by the way, Chris pointed it out in my ears. I don't know if he was in y'all's ears either, but Bob sounds strikingly similar to Doug Nussmeier. Just mm. <laughs> just go back and listen to it if you Doug, get a chance. Oh, just like oh, the, sure. the the raspy voice. I love it. Yeah. Bob from Nashville. Great job. All right. Now let's see if we can follow it up with a little bit of the land of enchantment. Landon from New Mexico. You're on Talking Ooh, Cowboys. Landon.
2: Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up? Good. I've been listening to Talking Cowboys since 2006, way wow, back nice. in the day. So, I uh, love the show. Love all the shows on DallasCowboys.com. Awesome. Um Real quick, though, uh, a couple of points about the, the Dak situation. Um, from what I see, it, it looks like he's overthinking things. And I think it's – you know, a while ago, um, Rob said something about – I mean, this is all speculation, right? And then um, – and Isaiah said that uh, that it could be confidence. Um, I think I think it's a confidence thing because of the offensive line. I think that that because we had the musical chairs with the offensive line, um, it's gotten into his head a little bit. And and we've heard Dak say in his press conferences, you know, he's he's thinking he he thinks about when to run and when not to run. It looks like he's doing that not just when to run and when not to run, but when to throw the ball and when not to throw the ball. Um, I mean Aaron Rodgers and those guys, they know where to go with the ball before the ball or before the ball is snapped. So them guys that's why they're able to handle when their offensive line isn't doing good. But I think since Dak has the confidence thing going on too, because he had so much shaky offensive line play, um, now he's 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 pressing a little bit and he's overthinking things. I mean that that, that interception that he threw on the Dalton Schultz pass, I mean Dalton Schultz is open and he at first and then he pump faked it instead of throwing the ball if he would have threw the ball then and it would have been completed so that's what I, that's what i think about the Dak situation and the running game is a big factor i mean we mm-hmm. need to get this running running game fixed and i don't know how we're going to do it because the offensive line is in shambles and the running backs are hurt and i don't know what we're going to do about it well, well
1: thank back. you very much landon for the call and thank you for your support of all the shows here on dallas right, com. but What do you think about that, Heckman? Could it be in Dak's head, or is it just as simple as what he said toward the end Is it's just this offense is one dimensional at the moment.
3: No, and I, I, I look, I partially agree with, with some of that. I, I just feel as though some defenses have made adjustments. Yeah. Uh, they know what, you know, if you get enough tape on a guy, it's like when the guy comes in his first year, you have no idea what he and who he is as a quarterback. Second year, everybody knows the, the throws that he's comfortable with. And I think defenses have done the same thing to Dak uh, this season. They know exactly where Kellen Moore is trying to set him up to be successful yeah. early in games. And And I just go back to one drive uh, in in that Washington game where I believe it started with Dak tripping over the feet of the center and trying to hand the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott. It was a hole that was massive. They missed on that. But then he comes right back and he throws, and and it was an interception. It just seems like the rhythm of the offense, if that has anything to do with it, I just felt like that was the one time that I watched the offense where I was like, these guys are just Mm -hmm. out of rhythm with one another.
4: Yeah, and who knows if it's confidence. I mean, he's about as confident a guy you'll ever meet. I, I just, he's just not in sync, and that's what's showing on the field. They're just not in sync. But uh, to his point, um, and I agree with Heck, but to his point, that last throw, he did. He had Schultz open, and he was a tick late. So what's he What's he seeing? What's he processing? Because I think that's been his biggest jump as a quarterback has been his ability to just the balls out. He's, he knows what he's where he wants to get to the ball with the ball. Um, but if they could run the ball better – they wouldn't have had to make that play, and, and, and they would have been able to ice the game. That's, that's been their calling card, and they, they have not been able to get back to it, and he's right. We'll see if Tony Pollard can get back in the lineup this week. Zeke's banged up. He's fighting through it. Yeah. Offensive line, maybe they make a change somewhere at left guard. they got to get something going in the run game. Got to.
5: The reality is when you're not playing to the level that you expect yourself to play, uh, that you know that you're capable of playing, and things have gone wrong, right he's had what five interceptions in the last four games or whatever no six sorry am i math right five five in the last four games you you start questioning you, question, you have a question mark over, to, over your head, and you start second-guessing and hesitating on decisions that you would have instinctively made. That's the reality when you're not confident in your play. Now, I'm not saying that you're not confident in terms of your capabilities, but capabilities and your actual what actually shows up on the field that day is two separate things. So being that Dak has tried, I'm sure he's trying his best, 58 rating, 79, 106, 57. That's the last four. He's, I'm sure he's questioning some things that he's doing. Like what He's trying to figure it out. Yeah. And when you're trying to figure it out, you're going to try to make sure that you are exact. You're going to try to make sure that you are as precise as possible to make sure that you're not making those mistakes that you have made previously. So I think that's probably where he's at right now. I don't think it's a lack of confidence. I just think that he's trying to be so exact to make sure that he doesn't make mistakes that you actually end up making mistakes when you do that.
3: Stat man, stat man, hey yeah, man.
5: that's me. like <laughs> 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 y'all, man, when I grew up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, Let four
2: touchdowns,
1: <laughs> five <laughs> interceptions over yeah. the last four games. It's not Dak Ball. That's it's not, not Dak Ball. All right. Lance from Wyoming. Lance, you're on Talking Cowboys. What's up, my man?
0: Gentlemen, gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Oh, We're Good. doing great. Look, I listen to all the shows that comes on daily. Mm-hmm. Uh I want you guys to stop making excuses for Dak. Mm. Dak's, the, Dak's the problem. I'm sorry. I mean, when... He demands $40 million a year to be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. We, as fans, expect him to perform, regardless what the problem is. Mm. You guys are using the excuse that our offensive line is the problem. When he was healthy, we had offensive line problems, but uh, he found a way of getting around it and throwing the ball very, I won't say accurate, because he's never been an accurate throwing quarterback, but... You guys need to stop, including Jerry Jones and, and, and the staff. Y'all need to stop making excuses for Dak. There's something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's something mentally wrong with Dak. It, it ain't the physical thing. There's something wrong in his head. Mm. You don't stand there and see a lineman come up on you, I mean a linebacker come up on you and get in line to the throw that you're getting ready to throw, throw it anyway and get it intercepted. Please, guys, stop making excuses for Dak. That gets forty million dollars. I don't give a thing if he's got a running football. <laughs> he needs he needs to get his mindset, and and the and the coaching staff needs to stop doing what they're doing. They need to be the coaches. They need to take uh, Zeke out the game. Period. Because mm. Zeke is is killing us too. But don't blame the offensive line, because it's all that. Lance. The reason why we're saying that as a nation, sir. The reason why we're saying that as a nation. We're paying that man $40 million. Yeah. I don't care if he got to run into a wall. Get up and do it again for $40 million.
1: Lance, thank you, you so much for the call. Appreciate you, as always, and all your support. And <laughs> if there's anything that we stand for on this show, it is saying it with your chest. He you just did that. 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 And that was he absolutely Wyoming. did it. That was are a chesty,
2: chesty huh? call. He,
5: are, are we related? <laughs> yes, have,
1: sir.
2: Related?
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, you I'm guys... Ready. Stop like making it.
5: excuses. I like it. I did too. I, I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't. agree 100 percent with everything, but I mean, I'm probably about yeah. 80 percentile with you right there. I, I'm not. I'm not one to. And I mean, I've been. My wife calls me unempathetic on a lot of mm. things. But one thing I do is I look. I do a deep dive on myself. If I suck at something, or if I, I don't have a good showing, right? We've done. How many shows have we done together, Kyle? Oh, we did film room. Kyle tells me film rooms, other other sets that we're on. Hey, you know, you could do this a little better. Thank you. Thanks for telling me. Thanks for telling me because I, I need to be better. I want to be the best that I can be. I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to pick it apart. I'm going to get coaching and I'm going to figure out how I can come back and, re- and address that problem so that we can be better. I can be better individually, which helps us all be better collectively as a, as a team. I don't, I'm not one to make excuses. I am not. So, again, I do agree. Some of the deci- It's not even just a delivery. It's some of the decisions. You know, some of the decisions. And it's not just Dak. I know we're picking on Dak because he's the, he's the QB one. Uh, well, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Well, and there's a big paycheck that comes with And there's with a big too, paycheck that comes what with what he was it. talking about. But there, there are a lot, to his point, there are guys who just, say, roster bubble guys. If they make one mistake, if they make one mistake, you're out of here. You're out of here. There is no excuses made for you. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't get an excuse. Because guess what, you don't get that leverage. You don't have that. You don't have that financial leverage to give, to make a mistake. But as soon as guys get big boy paychecks, right, Dak or anybody else in this league, there's grace given. There's a lot of grace given instead of getting on them the same way. There's a lot of grace given with, i.e., excuses. And I'm with you on ever in that regard. Anybody, Dak, Zeke—I don't care who it is on this roster, right? Everybody should be getting coached to the same level and have the same expectations. Meaning that sometimes you got you to dig, out, you know, you got to get on somebody's head. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that—I don't know if they do or not—but I'm just saying.
4: I, I said yesterday that there's not as many. You can't use the same excuses you used a few weeks ago. They got—he's got his receivers back, all that. I, I will say with the caller, I agree with a lot of what he said. It was a great call. We're not saying the offensive line is the problem. It's a problem, it. yes. yes. It's, it's, they're not playing as well as they need to play. This is a team game. This is the ultimate team game. He can't do it all by himself. He's got to be better, obviously. But there's other factors that are making his job probably more difficult yes. than it need to be. And he's not playing well on top of it. Correct.
3: Well, you know, that's my quarterback, and I'm a defender, And um, And, <laughs> you know, I feel like we're not making excuses for Dak. We've seen Dak ball. And so I'm not going to take – Anybody's word is saying, oh, he's broken and we shouldn't have given him that money. No, I understand no. that that comes with the territory. Once you get the check, everybody now has the opportunity to say what you are and what you never were. But he's not an average quarterback in this league. And for everybody, we won Sunday. We won. Did we're we, not, yeah. The, the, we won with nine won? and four. Yeah. You understand? And so there are teams out there that are, have marginal quarterbacks with good defenses that hope to ride that momentum into the Super Bowl. We ain't one of them because we got a guy that we have enough evidence to show that this man is a gamer and he's a baller.
1: And I want to talk more on that when we come back after the break because that's a great point but it might be about the expectations that are on the I'm table. Maybe they're too stuff, high. Man. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> talking about
4: that. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack
2: Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word team jb that's getjackblackcom slash cowboys the jack black starter 10 bucks free shipping
0: at AT at&t everyone new and existing customers get our best deals on every smartphone why because you deserve it for turning your living room into your office and your gym for teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again
2: it's the button on your left nana okay your other left
0: it's not complicated everyone deserves something new So AT&T is giving everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones.
1: AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply.
4: The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life
1: the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life
5: threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit.
1: Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. You Book break an appointment, it, you buy it. <laughs> At your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Final segment, wrapping things up <laughs> so here sturdy. on a Talking Tuesday show. I've got a quick uh, Essilor story for what you. What you got there, sir? So I love my Asilomar lenses. I love my—they are the best glasses I've ever had, mm. and I take care of these glasses more so than any other pair of glasses I've ever had in my life. The other day, I was getting out of my truck, and. I just accidentally like just no. kind of turned the no. wrong way and they fell off onto no. the concrete and they landed straight on the lenses, no. straight on the on the concrete, and I was like, You gotta be kidding me. <sighs> no, you I, said it's a curse word. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It was a little bit more than you gotta be kidding. I look down and I pick it up just expect it's almost like when you drop your phone, you, you, you pick know, it up you, and you, it's, it's jacked up. you think it's gonna get shattered. I expected to have a big scratch right mm. over the front of my glasses. Mm-hmm, not these. Perfect. Mm. Not even like oh. they've been touched. You know why? You know what? impressive. Why? Because it's Because it's S L R. Lenses. More, do 20. more S L R. Well, there you go. So yeah, that's my quick SLOR story. So that's not just because they're a great sponsor of ours and we love Eslor R. That is a real life a great, great experience. Product. So go check them out. All right, we're wrapping things up. We've had a great conversation with Dak and uh, about Dak and what's going on over the last month or so of the season. Hmm. We did win the game. Heck, my Harrison. Thank you. There's a game we this week. There is a game this week. New York Giants yes. on the docket. I think the biggest frustration – this will be the final kind of talking point that we have. I think the biggest frustration for Cowboys fans right now isn't the fact that you're 9-4 and four and you're winning the division. None of that should matter at the moment mm-hmm. because you feel good about where this team is. Mm-hmm. I think the frustration is where you want this team to go. Oh, vision. I think it's where you want the expectations to be because in the past, the expectation is that if you have a middle-of-the-road defense and the offense is what they're expected to be – you feel really good about your chances come playoff time. Mm-hmm. That's not the case right now. Mm-hmm. The defense is exceptional. Ooh, we're sending. The defense is continuing to peak, and now the offense is lagging. Mm-hmm. But you feel like there's opportunity there. So... Do you agree, disagree? Is it more about the expectation of where this team needs to go as opposed to the 9-4 and record of, of where they're at right now?
3: You know, being that the, he's the only guy that's ever received the Lombardi trophy. I think he <laughs> knows that the Lombardi always gets delivered in February. Mm-hmm. It never gets delivered in December. Oop. So we still have everything to play for and everything mm-hmm. is in front of us. Good. And so you talk about doing shows with Kyle and Kyle critiquing <laughs> what you do and you having to come back and be mm-hmm. better. Everybody knows that Dak can come back Absolutely. and be better. Mm-hmm. Better, He's had to overachieve his whole Ooh. career from being picked in the fourth round to now being the crown prince mm-hmm. as a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. He will be better. Mm-hmm.
4: What do you think? I, th- I think you're right. I think we're watching the game last night. Cardinals Rams Rams rise up and win that game whoa this has a chance to be the most stacked NFC playoffs oh, I've seen gosh. since oh, yeah. the 90s I don't know so yeah I think that's a huge viewpoint from the fan base of not only like we've seen what they can do what they're capable of let's get back to that what it's going to take to get through the NFC playoffs because there is it's limitless the number of really good teams that they are could run into yep. in January so they have to get better they do now Look, Kyler Murray threw two picks last night. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been the same quarterback as good, still good, not as great <laughs> as before the injury. This is what happens. Team make, teams make adjustments. They've got a month to figure it out and get their things righted uh, before playoff time because they're inching closer and closer to clinching the division. Touche. It's all you need to talk about. All right, that does it for us here on Talking
1: Cowboys. Thanks to all of our fan callers and Cowboys Nation for chiming in. Tomorrow, we preview the Giants' offense versus the Cowboys' defense. How does that turn out for the Cowboys? I think it looks pretty good for the bazooka. Micah Parsons. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys.